Hello, welcome to this Wednesday evening episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Hodes. Follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. Um, looks like the poll results are coming in. About half of them, it looks like, are already in. Um, the first half, we're going to have some very unexpected results, but it looks like for the second half, um, it's basically, you know, status quo, you know, what I thought was going to happen. But for the first half, first four, um, Pittsburgh-Minnesota 91 Stanley Cup Final as the number one seed. They, they beat out Pittsburgh-Boston of 91. They will be moving on to the Elite Eight. And they will be playing the 12th seed, Pittsburgh-Washington 2016, as they beat out Pittsburgh-Washington 2017. Of course, the two Washington series went at each other. So the first Elite Eight matchup, the Pittsburgh-Washington 2016 second-round series, will go up against the number one seed, Pittsburgh-Minnesota Stanley Cup Final. So um, I... I wasn't too surprised that Pittsburgh-Washington came out. That much more for the Capitals uh, fans. And also, I just, you know, they're a really interesting matchup. Um, I think I know who I would pick to go to the Final Four, but we'll see what you guys do. Now it is um, more for the, the Elite Eight now that we're really, really getting into it. Um, next two matchups, um, a big upset uh, for one of them. Uh, Pittsburgh-Washington 2009 series, the number two Seed loses to Pittsburgh Tampa Bay of 2016. Uh, definitely was very surprised by that. Um, but you know, I'm always Team Chaos. So uh, you guys think the Pittsburgh Tampa Bay is better than the Pittsburgh Washington series? Um, I mean, personally, I disagree. That Pittsburgh Washington series with Alex Ovechkin and Cindy Crosby going at it for the first time is perhaps um, easily one of the I think easily one of the top four uh, best playoff series um, in Penguin history. That's just my take, though. Um, so Pittsburgh Tampa Bay will be moving on to the Elite Eight, and they will be going up against the 14th seed Pittsburgh Columbus of 2014. Gets to the Elite Eight, they beat out the Pittsburgh Rangers series from the 2008 when Marion Hossa and that in five games. Um, definitely did not see a run of Pittsburgh Columbus of 2014 making it to the Elite Eight, but um, you know they are, they honestly potentially have a real shot at going to the Final Four if you guys really liked that series. Tampa um, should be able to edge it out, but you know what? It's always, of course, up to you all. Um, the polls of the next section are officially in as well. Um, Pittsburgh, Detroit, 2009 series of 1996. They're moving on to the Elite Eight. Um, that's easily one of the best series, of course, in France. up Pittsburgh, San Jose, 2016 Stanley Cup Final. Edges out Pittsburgh, Ottawa, the 2017 Eastern Conference Final, which, of course, went to double overtime, and Chris Kunitz had his heroics. So the other Elite Eight matchup, Pittsburgh, Detroit, 2009 versus Pittsburgh San Jose 2016. So, um, a Stanley Cup final uh, match in the Elite Eight. That's going to be um, quite, quite interesting. And then, of course, for our final matchup, um, Pittsburgh, New Jersey of 1999 beats out Pittsburgh Boston of 92. They will be moving on to the Elite Eight. And they will be, and that series will be going up against the Pittsburgh Chicago 92 Stanley Cup final as. You know, our first, this is, I believe, folks, this is our only, yeah, this is the only 2-3 matchup. So down here is the th- second section. We have the 1-4 and the 2 versus 3. So uh, will there be some chaos sound in the second section? Um, that's, who knows? Um, but the first section, there is for sure to be chaos, you know, with a 1 versus 12 and a 14 um, versus 7. You know, will the number one seed make it out of the Pittsburgh-Minnesota 91 Stanley Cup final? Um, I I guess we're going to have to see, you know, there's probably going to be a lot of chaos for that one um, as well. So overall, we do have the Elite Eight. 
Um, so for you guys, so just sum it all up. First matchup of the Elite Eight, Pittsburgh, Minnesota, the number one seed, 91 Stanley Cup final, going up against the 12th seed, Pittsburgh, Washington, second round series of 2016. Um, the 14th seed, Pittsburgh, Columbus, 2014, first round series, making a Cinderella run, will go up against the Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay Eastern Conference final of 2016. Um, so one of those uh, matchups will go, one of those um, series will go into the final four. And then for the bottom section, Pittsburgh, Detroit, 2009 Stanley Cup final will be going up against Pittsburgh, San Jose, um, 2016 in, in the bottom section. And then of course, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, 1999, um, will be going up against, uh, the Pittsburgh, Chicago, 1992, um, Stanley Cup final. So a lot of really interesting matchups for the, the elite eight of this bracket, Definitely didn't see a couple uh, series making it this far. Like I said, with Pittsburgh, Columbus, I thought that was for sure going to be um, a first round exit. Um, and also the um, the other matchup, I did not see that um, Pittsburgh, Washington of two thousand nine um, would actually be, um, bow out in the Sweet Sixteen. That was just something I really, really did not see. But um, I'm actually about to put up the polls right now. Um, all right, so I actually just paused uh, recording, and I actually just put them out now. So, um, do I have just a little, <clears throat> excuse me, just a little bit of um, early numbers uh, to say the least. Um, well, uh, this Pittsburgh Columbus uh, Pittsburgh Tampa Bay matchup is going um, pretty interesting so far. Five, uh, only about five six votes in, hundred percent for Pittsburgh Tampa Bay. So um, we'll see if it can keep up that pace. Not really sure. Just a few votes in for um, Pittsburgh Minnesota ninety one Pittsburgh Washington twenty sixteen the one versus twelve. Um, very, very early on um, four votes, but Pittsburgh-Washington has jumped out to a little bit of an early lead. Then, of course, uh, down in the bottom section, we have Pittsburgh-Detroit um, up early with just five, six votes in over Pittsburgh-San Jose 2016. And then um, Pittsburgh-New Jersey is also out to a little bit of a start, a good start over Pittsburgh-Chicago of 1992. So some interesting results so far coming in um, from these polls. Uh, I'm curious to see if Pittsburgh-Minnesota can um, make a comeback um, it's always cool just giving you guys honestly like live results um, as these are coming in. Like I said, I hope there's uh, more votes for this one. There was a lot of votes uh, for the first one. I think about almost 40 to 50 of you guys voted. Um, but for that last one, it was only about 15, 16, maybe 18 to 20. Um, like I said, so far we only about four to five votes in for each one. So, you know, hopefully we can get back up to, you know, 35, 40 to 50 um, like we had for the first round. I feel like um, it's just a, Represents a much like bigger following um, of you Penguins fans and of course um, of you listeners. You know I'm gonna try to have Cam on here. Um, maybe if his schedule allows tomorrow to talk about the Final Four and then maybe or Friday to talk about the uh, the national championship for the best Penguin series um, of all time. So I think that might do it for this uh, first section um, of the uh, Locked On Penguins podcast. Um, if it were up to me, I guess I'll just give you guys my prediction of, of what. Um, what I would do uh, for these eight matchups, I would put Pittsburgh-Minnesota in the Final Four, Pittsburgh-Tampa in the Final Four, and then um, Pittsburgh-Detroit, and then um, Pittsburgh-Chicago, um, 92. But, you know, maybe some of you guys are listening to this. You know what? I'm going to do the exact opposite of what Hunter does because Hunter's an idiot. Well, you know, you wouldn't uh, be the first person to say that Hunter's an idiot because uh, I basically am an idiot almost all the time. So, um, yeah, I'm just, uh, the, uh, will, will I get all four of these results right? No, um, I'm wrong about mo- most of the time. I, um, I think I would say, uh, I'm not really right. 
um, that often about uh, a lot of things, but, you know, I guess I am right about some things uh, when it comes to hockey, but, yeah, just not, makes me wonder why I sometimes have this podcast, but, um, yeah, just, you know, go out, vote, Elite Eight time, let's just, let's do it. All right, so for this um, section, you know, whatever, uh, of this uh, segment, oh, gee, I'm, like, messing up my words right now. I apologize, everyone. Um, looks like, so Jim Rutherford did break his uh, two-week silence um, today, I mean, that had to have probably been killing Jim Rutherford and everyone. Oh my god, I can't talk to the media. Can I please call uh, Josh Yowie's phone to talk to him? I can't do that. Um, I can't call um, Rob Rossi's phone to talk to him either. It's just, I, I kind of probably felt bad for him because he's honestly the most candid general manager in hockey. I don't. I really do not think there is a more candid GM out there than Jim Rutherford. I just really don't. The fact... He probably talks to the media once every few weeks. It's got to be at least one, twice a month, honestly. You, you'll see an article coming out about Jim Rutherford talking, you know, to Josh Ilya of The Athletic. You know, you have Matt Vensel from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Um, you had Seth Rohrbaugh from the Tribune Review. But um, I do want to shout out Seth. Um, I did see the news of what happened to him from the Tribune Review. Um, Seth is probably one of my favorite writers um, that, co- that covers the Penguins. Um, probably one of the best hockey writers in America, if you ask me. And um, what happened with him in the Tribune Review was... I'm um, very unfortunate, of course, with what's going on with the coronavirus, with a lot of layoffs going on. But um, Seth, if you ever somehow stumble upon this podcast, um, you'll be back on your feet in no time. Um, I really hope you continue writing hockey somewhere because I live for your empty netters and your coverage after every game. So, um, yeah, really, you know, pulling for you, man. And like, um, like I said, I'm pulling for everyone who has had a bit, a lot, a very tough time um, through these uh, circumstances. But with that being said, I just wanted to go over you guys with what uh, Jim Rutherford talked about today. Um, a lot of very interesting stuff, including, <clears throat> excuse me, folks, um, an update on Jake Ensel, of course. But um, let me scroll down my Twitter here. I, I didn't even have this ready. But um, basically, you know, when he was asked about Jake Ensel, um, Jim Rutherford uh, said about it, he's like, if you look at when he was injured and what the projection was on the timeline for him to return, it was four to six months, so if you take the shortest period, that will be the end of April, and obviously you can do the rest if it's six months. Um, for those who are better at math, like me, um, that will be the end of June, and will the NHL be playing by the end of June? Who knows? Um, I'm not really sure at this point, but um, they're definitely not going to be playing by the end of April. Uh, but there's That's probably about 99.9% chance that they won't be. Hell, they may not even be playing in that. Um, to finish off this quote, he said, I would expect that knowing Jake Ensel that he's going to be ready. He's at the point now where he's one of the bad. There have not been any setbacks um, at this point. So great, great, great news um, on Jake Ensel. That's just um, so good. And, you know, uh, that's going to make the Penguins that more dangerous if the Penguins, um, if the Penguins, if the NHL uh, decides to uh, resume their season um, at the end of June. Um July, August, you know, it's probably going to be July or August. Um, I did see the report, you know, Elliot Freeman had in his 33 thoughts today. I mean, not, uh, it's usually, unlike, uh, usually he does only does 31, of course. And then Pierre Lebrun also talked about it too um, for the Athletic that the NHL has asked uh, for potential arena availability um, in the month of August. So, yeah, I mean, we're, like I said, we're probably not playing hockey um, in May. Uh, we're, we're, we're not even be playing in June with the way this is going. So, look for July or August to see when this season resumes. Um, but yeah, that's just a great update um, on Jake Gensel. Jim actually also had this to say uh, at the beginning of his press conference, uh, at the beginning um, of his uh, media availability. So, you know, let me load it up here. All right, here it is. Good afternoon, everybody. It's uh, it's good to be able to talk. It's been a little while, and I hope everyone's doing well and taking care of themselves and their loved ones during this time. 
it's, uh, I'll say the obvious, it's been a time of uncertainty, and but the one thing that uh, I'm not surprised about is how the Pittsburgh community has come together and how the Penguins have also been in the community and been very generous in different ways on the front lines. And I just, uh, to our fans, I, I look forward to seeing you soon, uh, safe and, and healthy, and to be excited to get hockey back at some point in time in our lives. So I just wanted to start off by thanking you guys. Uh, I've, I spent the morning uh, watching the Penguins win the Stanley Cup in 91. So uh, that was a that was a fun morning for me. It's not something I was planning on doing at this time of the year, but I watched it when they won it. And to go back and watch it again this morning, it was a lot of fun watching those guys. So yep, yeah, there it is uh, from Jim Rutherford this morning. Um, if you guys heard that little bit of background uh, music, that is actually from the Penguins official Twitter account, which of course tweeted out um, that quote from Jim Rutherford. But yep. Yeah, uh, very well said from Jim Rutherford. Like, like I say, it was probably killing him that he could not talk to the media uh, for two weeks straight because um, I think they were actually instructed by the NHL, the GMs, were not to talk um, for at least, I think, over a week. Um, I, was, I was surprised that he was allowed to talk today as, of course, the NHL is um, still in the self-quarantine period. And I think it was self-quarantining period, and I believe it was actually extended the for the next 10 days, if I read it correctly, from Pierre Lebron and um, Elliot Friedman. Um, I'll have to go back and check that. So, uh, But I believe it was um, the next 10 days, two weeks, something, something like that. But, um, you know, there was also other updates today from Jim Rutherford. Apparently, um, no Penguin player has tested positive to coronavirus. So that's also very, very good news. He also said it best in that quote, you know, he loves how the city of Pittsburgh has come together during this time. You know, that's nothing out of the ordinary for the city of Pittsburgh during tough times. Um, I, I could spend... 20 minutes talking about um, how many, so many times when the city of Pittsburgh has come together during so many um, big events, you know, including this pandemic. And, um, you know, like, like he said, you know, I'm also not surprised considering just how amazing Pittsburgh is and how the people are just, you know, they're just blue collar people and they're just, it's a great, it's a great, not just a great sports town, but just a great town in general with so many just outstanding people, including you all that listen to this um, podcast every day. But uh, going back to what he said, though, about uh, watching the 91 Stanley Cup Final, um, for those that were not aware, um, for those that listened to this podcast uh, late at night tonight, uh, God bless you, by the way, um, the Penguins were doing basically a massive, uh, well, not, I shouldn't say the Penguins, um, NHL Network has, was doing a massive um, Penguin Marathon throughout the whole day today, just playing a bunch of Penguins content. Um, I think they played the Game 6 against the Sharks, they played uh, the 91 Final, they played the 92 Final, heck, I think the Penguins official Twitter account is actually live tweeting this um, as we speak. And so is the, um, I believe the Penn's inside scoop um, Twitter account. Yeah, I believe there's the, uh, the, there's a documentary on NHL network right now as we speak. They were just playing a bunch of uh, Penguins content throughout the day um, on NHL network, the inside the room. Um, that's honestly one of my favorite series. It's just, you know, of course it just gets you that inside access. Um, they were also um, on a on NBC Sports Network today. They, um, they were doing the um, outdoor games um, for their hockey. They're they doing this ho um, hockey kind of days each week where they're playing different kinds of games. Um, there's been days for rivalry games. There's been days for big clincher games. Um, well, the, the big the big clincher games is going to be tomorrow, but they've had like big game seven um, clincher games. But 
I think a day ago or something. Tomorrow is going to be actually the um, Thursday is going to be the uh, Stanley Cup final clinching game. So will the Penguins be on there? Most likely. I think they'll probably show 2016 and 2017. Uh, they would be very wise, I think, to show the 2009 game, but um, it's also in the last, it's not in, even in the last decade. So I'm not really sure if they, will, if they will do that. I wish they would because I would love to watch that game back as a whole as um, I don't think I've done it um, ever since I was, um, what was I, 11 at the time. Jeez, I was freaking 11 years old. But um, yeah, they were playing the wire, the live wire uh, of the stadium series last year on, it, on, it, um, on NBC Sports Network. I'm mixing up these terms and stuttering so bad, I apologize. They played the Flyers, Penguins 1 of 2019. We're not going to watch that one back because that one was really, really bad. And, but they also did play the 2008 one, of course, the very first Winter Classic when Sidney Crosby scored the shootout uh, clinching, the shootout winning clinching goal. Um, in Buffalo, I believe that was at uh, the Buffalo Bill Stadium. What is it called? New Era Field now or something like that. Um, that was just what a moment that was, man. I, I That's just, that was unbelievable. I can't believe I was only 10, uh, basically, yeah, 10, like, yeah, 10, 10 years old at the time, which is just nuts. But yeah, so if you guys have nothing to do tomorrow, I'm sure you guys, if you guys are at home, you won't have really much to do. If you don't have a lot of schoolwork or whatever, not a lot of work, um, put on NBC Sports Network because they will be showing some Stanley Cup final clinching games. And I'm sure um, some of the Penguins games um, will be on there. All right, so I actually forgot about um, some other stuff that actually uh, Jim Rutherford did say today. If I can actually get... Um, to it i mean good good grief um apparently uh jim rutherford did say you know he's been in constant um contact um with mike sullivan and david morehouse you know we say you know just catching them up on what's going on um what else yeah he like i said he's just no pens have tested for the virus um apparently um he, some apparently he said some guys have want, have decided to stay in pittsburgh some guys have decided to go back home like we've we've seen with evgeny malkin he went down to miami um, which I believe is his off-season home to be with his wife and his um, four- to five-year-old son, Nikita. Um, I saw Jason Zucker went home to Minnesota. That's nothing out of the ordinary. I'm um, sure Patrick Marlowe went back to California. Um, I believe he did. I keep seeing um, his wife, Christina, put all these tweets on Twitter, which is just, you know, those tweets are so much fun to look at because um, the Penguins just have an all-star cast now of hockey wives, and boy, are they awesome on, on social media, um, especially, you know, with Carly Zucker. Uh, I'm sure Sidney Crosby probably went back to Cole Harbor, but um, I'm not really sure what Penguins decided to say in Pittsburgh. You know, potentially someone like uh, Connor Sherry, especially after he packed up his bags and got an apartment. Um, I think, remember when I was reading it, he got an apartment outside of Cranberry, which um, apparently he said at the time when he was in Pittsburgh, there really was not a apartment complex development out there, which I find um, pretty interesting. So um, he potentially stayed out there. But yeah, Chris Letang, I believe, uh, I wonder if he went back up to Montreal for his offseason um, home there. Uh, he, he had a really, really cool uh, video this past week of, you know, him doing pushups with, um, Alexander Letang on his back. And, um, and, um, that, that was just, you know, Alex Letang is going to be the next NHL star. And that's just, that, that, that is what is going to happen. But anyways, you know, it just, I keep getting off track. You know, I did find this, um, very interesting from what Jim Rutherford did say today. It was actually in Josh Yowie's piece on the athletic and by the way, everyone, they're running a 90-day free trial on The Athletic um, to start, you know, just reading for free for literally three months. So, um, yeah, uh, it's basically, I think, is it, what, three three months? Yeah, it's three, three months. Yeah, I'm just making sure I got the math right. Like I said, guys, math is not my strong suit. It's also late at night, so I'm kind of being an idiot. But, um, yeah, I definitely recommend you guys to do that. Jim Rutherford said, you know, as soon as he got home from Columbus, 
filled his car up with gas, went home, and he has, he has not stepped out of his house in two weeks. Um, I wish I made that up. It is true. He said he has not stepped foot out of his house in two weeks. He is basically on house arrest. And, you know, can you blame him? You know, he's 71 years old. Um, you know, for those, um, for the, the research, of course, for this virus, has said, you know, it really affects um, elderly people. So, yeah, I mean, Jim Rutherford ain't going to take a chance going out. <laughs> that's just, that's not going to happen. He said he's just been doing stuff with his son, his, um, his wife, of course. So, you know, I'm glad that, you know, he's safe and he's not really going out. Um, too, too much. He also talked about, you know, the hockey operations workflow. He said, we have a lot of time on our hands, so we continue to work. Each department head still plays the same role in their communication. I'm aware of what everyone is doing. Like I said, he talks to Sullivan every day. He also talks to people every day. Um, like I also said, he said he has communication with David Morehouse on a daily basis. Um, he says they stay up to speed pretty good on things. Apparently the trainers have given each player a workout program at home. Um, and he wants all the players quarantined at home and, you know, not to be going anywhere um, too big. So, yeah, the players, you know, they'll be self-quarantining, I think, like I said, for the next 10 days still. Um, they're supposed to be until this Friday and have the next stage, which is when they were going to have, I think, the practice facilities open to the players to skate in small groups or something. But, yeah, that was never going to happen. <laughs> it was never going to happen this quick. You're look- You're not looking at having that happen for maybe a month, you know, I could be dead wrong on this, but yeah, you're, you're not looking at that happening, um, for quite, quite a while now, but, um, to end this podcast, I do want to say, um, of course that people that did not see it, the NHL officially postponed the scouting combine, the NHL awards and the NHL draft for later in the year, or, you know, they may, they may not even happen. Um, I'd imagine the NHL awards probably will not even happen this year. They may just do them over the phone virtually or whatever. But um, I assume the draft will hopefully happen at some point this year um, when this hopefully um, goes away. I'm not sure when. It's probably going to be much, much later because, you know, the the draft is usually at the end of June, which is, of course, free agency, um, which is about, what, a week after the draft, if I'm not mistaken. So um, the scouting combine is in... I actually forget what month the scouting combine is in, but I I know it's coming up. But, yeah, that was also postponed, so... Um, hopefully we can still get some of these events later in the year when this hopefully and yes hopefully um, dies down. But you know I'm gonna keep reminding you guys: keep washing your hands, keep self quarantining yourselves, uh, keep pra- uh, doing your best practices of social distancing. Uh, that's basically all I've been doing. I love playing my video games and just watching YouTube videos and all that. So um, let's just do one more update before we end this podcast on the polls here. Um, let's actually take a look here real quick. Um, Pittsburgh, Washington, 2016 is still up on the number one seed. Pittsburgh, Minnesota, 91 Stanley Cup final. Um, Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, 2016 is still has built a substantial edge over Pittsburgh, Columbus, 2014. Um, looks like seven, eight votes, um, all for Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, the number seven seed. And then for the next section right now, um, about nine to ten votes in, just about uh, Pittsburgh, Detroit's uh, 2009 Stanley Cup final is wiping the floor with the 2016 Stanley Cup final between the Penguins and the Sharks. And then for the last matchup so far, eight nine votes in, um, the Pittsburgh Chicago 92 Stanley Cup final is edging out the Penguins Devils series of 1999. So, um, so I th- I would say you know three of the series are going as I thought so far, but you know there's still a lot of time to see if Pittsburgh Minnesota can make that comeback and avoid a big upset um, with Pittsburgh Washington. 
um, 2016. So um, we'll have another episode for Locked On Penguins coming back tomorrow. Um, we'll discuss what happened with the Elite Eight, and you know we'll preview the Final Four, and um, you know we'll talk about other stuff too. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I know I probably started a lot tonight. It's all, it's very late. I apologize for that, and it might be happening um, too much more down the road. But um, like I said, we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a great night. Um, keep voting. Follow uh, follow the polls on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Cast your vote. And like I say, we will be with you tomorrow.